This is the one minute how-to, item 113, how to understand x-ray lasers. Hello everyone, this is George, your host. On this show, we've got Dr. Herman Winnick, and he's going to explain to us how to understand x-ray lasers. First, Dr. Winnick, can you say something about yourself? I've been working with x-rays, actually using accelerators to generate very intense x-ray beams 35 years at Stanford and some years before that at Harvard. And we have succeeded in starting what amounts to a revolution in many branches of science because the intensity of x-ray lasers and other x-ray sources are so much greater than the normal x-ray machines that people are familiar with in hospitals and dental offices. And x-rays are a ubiquitous tool in so many branches of research. So increase in intensity has opened up entirely new scientific areas. Okay, excellent. If you're ready, then you've got 60 seconds. Okay. X-ray lasers are the next generation of x-ray sources. We have gone through an evolution of x-ray sources starting a little over 100 years ago when Rentgen discovered the x-ray. It was unknown prior to that. X-ray tubes then proliferated around the world in medical applications and also in many areas of science and technology. X-rays are a fantastic tool to see things that are too small to be seen with visible light because you need a shorter wavelength, and the X-rays do that. The problem has been that the intensity has been very limited. With the advent of electron accelerators, particularly storage rings developed for colliding beam high-energy physics, X-ray sources suddenly took a leap of about 100,000 in intensity, and there are more than 50 of these machines around the world, and they keep getting brighter and brighter, more and more intense, and now we're going to the use of linear accelerators to actually make coherent laser sources, X-ray lasers, which will push the intensities and scientific applications even further. Any idea how long it'll be before we move from experimenting with these to the practical applications? Well, scientific applications and basic and applied research are going on right now with longer wavelength X-ray lasers. In Germany, a machine called the FLASH facility has been in operation for about a year, giving us our first glimpse as to what can be done with X-ray lasers. The scientific interest is pushing now to going to higher and higher x-ray energy. They are working at wavelengths of about 13 nanometers and longer. We would like to go to 0.1 nanometers, down two orders of magnitude in wavelength, to see even finer features and to be able to follow chemical reactions and biological processes real time. That's one of the promises of x-ray lasers, is that they not only produce extreme intensities of coherent x-rays, they do that in extremely short bursts, much less than a picosecond. And that means you can take essentially freeze-frame pictures of chemical reactions and biological processes as they unfold. Amazing. Okay, is there anything else you'd like to talk about? Well, i just maybe comment in general that the whole field of x-ray sources and basic and applied research that x-rays make possible is an amazing story of how technology has opened up entirely new areas. One of the things that I'm particularly excited about is the fact that we're building a synchrotron radiation facility in the Middle East, a project called SESAME, www.sesame.org.jo for Jordan, in Jordan, but it's 
made up of eight countries in the Middle East which are getting on the bandwagon to develop a local intense synchrotron radiation x-ray source that will train students in the Middle East, that will attract some of their scientists from abroad to come home because they can do frontier research closer to home, it will impact understanding of environmental problems and biomedical problems in the region. So new parts of the world are recognizing the value of these X-ray sources, modern accelerator-based X-ray sources. I'm very much involved with people developing this particular Sesame project in the Middle East, and I'm beginning to be involved also with a group in the southern part of Africa that wants to do the same thing there. So it's continuing in its growth around the world, and it's a very exciting thing for me. Excellent. And, of course, I'll have a link to that in the OneMinuteHowTo.com show notes. Dr. Vinick, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Okay. You're very welcome. Thank you. Thank you.